I'm Lights Camera Jackson. Welcome to the LCJ Q&A podcast. Over the last several years, we've had a lot of people from Ardman and involved in the Shaun the Sheep world here on the podcast. And I've got a new great guy here with me. Steve Cox is the director of Shaun the Sheep, The Flight Before Christmas, a new holiday special premiering this Friday, December 3rd on Netflix. Steve, thanks for being here today. It's a pleasure. Yeah, it's a real, real pleasure to come on and talk about the film. Absolutely. I have screened it. It is delightful and we will get into all aspects of it. You have lived and breathed this Sean the Sheep world and these characters through your work on this, your work on the Sean series, the first movie and more. I am a huge fan, still am. And when I was very young, I watched Timmy Time when it was here on the Disney Channel in the States. You were an animator on that as well. Before we get into this new Sean the Sheep holiday special, can you tell me a little bit about what it was like working on the Timmy Time show? Well, that's, that was my first uh, job at Ardman. Um, I, before that, I worked on Bob the Builder, which you might know as well, back in yeah. the day. And I was invited to come and work at Ardman because I had my preschool um, experience and I, I came and worked on Timmy Time. It was the first preschool show for Ardman. And we brought all of our um, know-how about how to do like a real young kids show. And Timmy, of course, is such a gorgeous character which existed in, in Shaun the Sheep that... Um, the producers and the directors at that time they said let's let's make a show about him and it was a real big success it was a huge success and i think it's been on netflix now and it's on dvd and i love watching those episodes ed i can't wait to show my three-year-old cousin who also <laughs> has a teddy named teddy i can't wait to show him <laughs> timmy time it's it's a great show and, and lovely lovely characters which you know obviously Ardman here are famous for yes the gorgeous look to the animal characters and that humor for all ages and you've definitely got that in the flight before christmas as well timmy and sean and the others they they bring me so much joy they brought so many of of all ages so much joy over the years what is the secret to their success what's the magic of these characters well, I mean, Sean, Sean himself as, as a character, he's such a cheeky little fella and he always gets into all sorts of scrapes and stuff, but his heart is in the right place. He, he might start off on the, on the wrong foot, but he always ends up in the right place. And, you know, there's nobody out there who doesn't like, you know, somebody who's a bit naughty, a bit cheeky, kind of doing the wrong thing. Um, and that's, you know, that, that's Sean through and through. And he always comes good in the end. And that's, that's what we wanted to say with our, with our Christmas story. Absolutely. And what are the aspects of it at the beginning? And, and what are the reasons why this special is so entertaining and so sweet? We've got Timmy, and I just love uh, watching him and his awe and his love of Santa. How did you want to portray that, especially in the early portions of this? Yeah, well, that was that was one of our main storylines. We thought Timmy, Timmy is focused on Santa. That's all he cares about. And, it, you know, whether he'll get his reward in the end, that's that's for, for the viewers to see. But we had this great idea of dressing the farmer up as Santa. That's our farmer, our classic character. Uh, and then before that, Timmy sees Santa on, the, on his advent calendar and he's counting down to Christmas. And it's all about Santa. And he makes this little little Santa toy out of a, out of a toilet roll with, a, with some fluff from mum's hair and all the, all the stuff that kids do with their, you know, their craft at school and stuff. And we thought he's really into Santa, really focused on Santa. And that's that's his... He's like a little wind-up toy who's like, if he sees Santa, that's what he's doing. He's heading, heading to see him. Yeah, I think so many little kids can relate to that, seeing Santa every year at the mall or out and about. And, and there's also an element in this, and I don't want to give too much away because I want people to be surprised by, by all of this in this special, but there's an element involving social media and influencers, and you have a lot of very smart commentary on that. Why did you choose to go in that direction as a core part of this? 
we, we addressed it a little bit in the first Sean film, actually. We had a little bit of the social media thing. And it's, it's such a big part of our everyday lives. And we like to keep Sean uh, and all Aardman characters up, up to date, really. Um, and we introduced this character in series six of, of Sean the Sheep called Farmer Ben. Um, so we thought, let's bring him back because he was such a popular character. And he was an influencer. He was a farmer. He was kind of a, a foil to our farmer that we're all used to, but he was this perfect guy. He was always on social media. His farm was perfect, whereas our farmer, who we all know, is has got a slightly trashy farm. Things don't work very well. It's all a bit, all a bit wonky. But this guy is like his teeth are white, ding, and you know he's he's the perfect guy. So we thought, bring him back, um, bring back the social media thing because he's you know he's an influencer and that's his focus. Um, and we decided. This story is about what's what's important at Christmas, and it's half half of the characters have got it wrong at the beginning, uh, and Farmer Ben's wrong take on Christmas is it's all about his social media thing. So he has to learn by the end of the story. It's not about that. It's about it's about family, which is which is what we're aiming for for all characters. Definitely, definitely. And this special is thirty minutes long, but you pack in so much. You pack in a feature, two features worth of jokes and visual gags into this. I was laughing at least a couple times every minute while watching this, and I think fans who love the show and the the two movies will as well. Is there any trimming that goes on? Any editing whatsoever? Or do you just throw it all at us? I tell you what, it, it was heartbreaking. The amount of stuff we had to cut out. There's so much jammed in there, right? It's it's absolutely packed full of good stuff, but there's an equal amount sat at the side here that didn't didn't make it into the film, and it was really tough to wow. decide what to put in and what what not to put in. And you're right, it's it's like it's nonstop, isn't it? It's really full on gags, action, lots of heart, lots of warmth. And it's, yeah, at one stage I was wondering, are we, is it too much here? Are people going to be able to keep up? But I think we, we got a good balance. That's crazy that, that almost that half of the amount of jokes are sitting off to the side. Do, do you put them aside and then think, okay, maybe down the line they can be incorporated uh, somewhere else, some uh, different way? Yeah, they're, they're all there. Because the, there's so many people who um, can contribute to this. That Everybody here at Ardman is a comedian. Everybody's got a joke. Everybody comes up with a funny little visual or something like that. Um, so it's very, it's very collaborative. And when we come to make the next thing, we might have these, these jokes that we didn't use ready to go. But I guarantee there'll be a whole bunch of new ones that we'll try and, try and cram in. It's just loads of fun trying to trying to work these things out and, and improve them each time. You start off with a little joke and it gets better. And somebody says, oh, what about this? What about this? And it just builds and builds until you've got this fantastic, hopefully fantastic joke. Absolutely. Steve Cox is with me now on the LCJ Q&A podcast. Sean the Sheep, The Flight Before Christmas is on Netflix this Friday, December 3rd. I want to get into some of the technical aspects. I love the crackling sounds of boots and feet on the snow. How do you pull that off? How do you make that work? We have um, our guy, Adrian, who does all the sound. He's, he's been doing sound for Wallace and Gromit and Chicken Run and all of our, all our projects all through history. Wow. And he's, he's absolutely fantastic. He's got a library of stuff that he's been building up for decades. Um, and he also has this massive studio at his house, um, big screen, all sorts of stuff lying around to make noises with. And because we were doing this during COVID times, I was talking to him like I'm talking to you over Zoom. Um, most of the stuff he did for us was recorded at his house or taken from his library. And then we discussed it over Zoom. He'd send it to us. We'd look through it and we'd say, yes, this is really working or this isn't quite there. But he's, he's so good at his, his craft that it took very little 
extra from me. Yeah, I, I love uh, listening to those moments and you really continue to advance the art form of stop motion. Armin always does. I watched Robin Robin as well, which you can watch now on Netflix and that's tremendous. And, and so is this. You continue to advance it in this special with the car sleigh and Blitzer sliding to the house sequence. How were you able to make that work? Because talk about movement. Wow. The ski chase was yeah. always going to be one of our... Um, one of our big moments in, in in the film, and you know, like you said before, it's half an hour long. This film, and to fit a chase right in the middle there, we originally the, the ski chase was going to be like nearly ten minutes long, and that, that would have taken up a third of the film. So we had to trim the gags and the action out of that. Um, but we just we had loads of big sets. We had lots of um, we had some blue screen for the backgrounds. Uh, we worked out what kind of shots we wanted, what kind of dynamic angles, what kind of camera moves. And we thought this is the place to put them in the ski chase. Uh, and we used all of our previous knowledge on, on doing chases to, to squeeze the real good stuff in there. And then we have a big money shot at the end of the, of the chase where they all arrive at their destination. And it's, it's one, of the, one of the epic images I had in my head at the, the beginning of the, out of, of the filmmaking process. That's great that, that what you had in your head exactly translated to what we see on, on the screen. Do you find that's rare because things change so much along the way? Uh, it, it's 50-50, really. Sometimes you have these big shots or these big moments in your head and those ones, they stay because you're, you, kind of, you build everything else around them. Um, but the Shaun the Sheep team here at Ardman, they're so, they're so good at their, at their job now. They've been doing Shaun the Sheep for like 20 years or something like that. And they could, they could do it with their eyes closed if they wanted to. But on this, they pulled out all the stops. You ask for something and you, you can get it. They just they know exactly what they're doing. At one point in this, Blitzer gets into a block of ice. And as I'm watching him and his hijinks, which are hilarious, and I'm going... How do you move him inside the block of ice? How do you really do that, Steve? It's a challenge, isn't it? It's, it was one of the things we, we talked about it in the story, in the, in the writing process. We thought, this is a great gag because he's waddling around in a block of ice. And then in the back of my head, I thought, I'm going to have to make this happen somehow. Um, and when we got to the storyboarding phase, we drew it. It looked really funny in the storyboards. And then when I finally got to the studio, started working with the, the model makers and the team here, we just, we sat around, we brainstormed some ideas and the model making team here, they came up with the idea of 3D printing a, a box and we had bits are inside and it has this, this kind of little hatch, the secret hatch that opens. We hide the edge with, with frost and stuff like that. And you have to kind of, giving away all our secrets here, but you have to lift, lift the top off Bits's head comes with it, and you can you can mess around with his eyes and the eyebrow, then and put it back on, change his mouth shape, and then it's all pre-registered up with magnets, so it all goes back to exactly the same spot, uh, and then it's hopefully seamless. It, it looks seamless. You're watching bits, and you're like, oh my gosh, how? Because the eyes, his mouth, the nose is sticking out, the way he moves. It, it's amazing. It's amazing. I'm always amazed by what you and everybody at Ardman is able to do with animation. Another cool moment in this Sean the Sheep holiday special is when the sheep transform into a snowman. It's a little earlier on in the story, but who came up with that and, and how were you able to make that happen? That was that I, that gag was there from the very, very beginning. That was one of the very first images that, that our storyboard artist, um, Andy James, he's, he's fantastic. He, he drew this snowman all the sheep's faces poking out and like sneaking along. And it looked, it was such a great image. And we thought, of course, all balls of fluff like this, all stacked up to make a snowman. It's, it's got to, we've got to make it happen. And yeah. again, the, um, 
model making team they just they just brought all their armature making skills together and their all their yeah all the different crafts to make to make it look brilliant I think watching this will be a dream come true for young kids getting into the holiday spirit and seeing the power of stop motion animation. And for fans of Shaun the Sheep, the franchise, fans of Ardman, they're going to love this. If you had the power, Steve, because we've seen Shaun and Timmy in shows and movies and specials, if you had the power to decide where they go next, where would that be? We've we've talked about this. We said there's such an appetite for Sean out there in the future, and we could we could literally do anything. I, I'd like to do more films because the films the, the features are really really popular. But then, having said that, this half an hour is such a great format. It's it's a lovely lovely length. You get so much story, and like you said earlier, very kindly, it feels like a film. It feels like a feature film because it's packed full of really good stuff. So he he could go anywhere in terms of story. We've probably got infinite ideas of where he could go next. Oh, I, I can't wait. I can't wait for more. And for now, we've got Sean the Sheep, The Flight Before Christmas. It's on Netflix this Friday, December 3rd. Steve Cox, director, congratulations on this and all the best this holiday season. Thank you very much. Thank you. I'm Lights Camera Jackson. Thanks for listening to this LCJ Q&A podcast episode. For more, go to lights-camera-jackson.com.